Good afternoon, Lafayette. This is Joe Cunningham here on the Joe Cunningham Show. News Talk 96.5 KPL 232-1542 is the number if you want to be part of the conversation. And there are lots of conversations to be had. You can also use the KPL app chat if you want to uh, send a message to the show. Love talking with y'all through the app chat. In fact, this is a little bit unprofessional, but I am getting the app chat page open so I can see y'all's chats. Uh as they come in. So I need, needs a strong word. Maybe it's not need. I'm not sure what it is. Uh, I want, I want to talk about Mitch McConnell. There's a couple reasons here. Um, Mitch McConnell has come out warning against impeachment. And I've I've been wrestling with this both on and off the air for a while now. I you know, uh, was it last week or the week before Dan Bongino uh said on the air that he doesn't care that it would be doomed in the Senate if you were to get impeachment uh if you were to file articles of impeachment, you could they would pass the house but it it would fail in the Senate. And, and Dan made the point that he would like to get every senator on the record for this. And I've been on the fence about it. And the knee-jerk reaction I know among conservatives is, yes, we need to impeach Joe Biden. I'm not, see, this is tough. My gut says going through impeachment would serve as a distraction because Americans would just see it as a a moderate, not conservative, but, but moderate Americans, although I think the number who might see it this way might be dwindling, but moderate Americans, the the voters that both parties need to win in 2024 would see it as more of a tit for tat than something that is uh, really necessary right now. And I, I really do feel the best way to impeach Joe Biden is at the ballot box in 2024. I'm also no fan of Mitch McConnell. I think he's one of the greatest supervillains in the history of the conservative movement, especially in the modern era. I don't like to agree with Mitch McConnell, but I do wonder if there's something notable or, or something, uh, something true in what he says, because Mitch McConnell, like most of the swamp in Washington, D.C., is very much a political survivor. And he plays politics in a way that he is assured to win. Now, McConnell's having some health issues. He's had that spacey moment, what was it, a couple weeks ago, uh, and and that kind of worried a lot of folks. Uh, he still says he's healthy. He's not set to retire. He, he's Mitch McConnell's always had, he's, he's always been largely hated by the far right and the far left. Um Democrat, all Democrats don't like Mitch McConnell. Conservatives don't like Mitch McConnell because he he plays it down the middle a little too much. My disagreements with McConnell were very much of strategic uh, importance during the Tea Party movement 
when McConnell and other Republicans who were very establishment Republicans would start negotiations with the Democrats in the middle where the Republicans wanted to end up and the Democrats would start on the far left. So when you negotiate, the it's like tug of war. Tug of war, the flag is in the middle as both sides are pulling in opposite directions. What McConnell and the Republicans were doing was they would hold the rope in the middle where the flag was and the, the Democrats would pull the flag to the leftward side of the tug-of-war field. And so the Democrats always won, and the Republicans never did, because the Republicans in, in Congress, especially in the Senate, weren't negotiating the most conservative values. It's, what, it's one of the things that made Ronald Reagan so effective, is that Ronald Reagan would negotiate from the most rightward position possible and force the Democrats to come to the middle to meet him. And so a lot of good conservative things got done during the Reagan era because of that. Donald Trump did the same thing. The good things that happened during the Trump administration happened because Donald Trump forced the Democrats to either accept what he was saying, negotiate with him, or just made them stay home and the Republicans got their way. And we really do need more of that. Mitch McConnell's not the type of guy to do that, but he is a political survivor. So I do wonder if his if his instinct against impeachment here might be partially on, on point. I'm not entirely sold on impeachment, but I'm not entirely sold against it. There's a lot there. There is a lot of smoke in the room, and I want to get to that a little bit more, but we do have somebody who called in almost immediately, so I want to get to them real quick here. Uh, if you want to call in, uh, 232-1542 is the number. Hi, welcome to the Joe Cunningham Show. Who's on the line? Oh, I'm sorry, say that again? It's Chris. Hey, Chris, how are you? Fine. A couple comments. First, let me say, as we all know, they impeached Trump over a phone call. Yeah. Checking on Joe Biden and the corruption. So yeah. And the second comment is, Ben, I'd hate to have you policing for me. Oh, let's don't arrest somebody because the judge might let them off. That's that, what you're saying here. No, I'm not. That's, no, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is the political cost of it would could actually hurt the Republicans. That's what I'm weighing here. It's not the fact that it wouldn't pass the Senate. I'm still... I'm still partially agreeable to the idea that impeachment should go forward, but in the long run, does it help or hurt the Republicans? Because the ultimate goal is winning in 2024. If you impeach and if you somehow were to be successful in impeachment before 2024, you have Kamala Harris or somebody else. Absolutely. I'm, and that and is also a big. Her. Nobody, nobody yeah, wants Nobody her. wants her. I agree with that. But she would only make the Democrats even look worse. Because that's their vice president. Yeah. And and the way I feel as far as everything they're pushing on Trump right now, which we think a lot of people think it's bogus, mm -hmm. they're doing it anyway. Yeah. They're doing it anyway, Even, no matter what the Constitution says. So not that we're doing tit for tat. I think we would be spot on with everything that's come out about the Bidens, corruption family. How can we not? If we, oh, we're going to wait to 24, so they got away with it. So what do we have in the Constitution? We don't need to use it because, oh, it's going to look bad. Somebody's going to perceive it wrong. No, 
The law is the law is the law. Mm-hmm. They're going to put you in jail. They're going to put me in jail. But, oh, they're better. It doesn't pertain to them. I think you got to apply it equally across the board. That's my big concern. Yeah, I, and I understand that. That's why I'm on the fence about it. I'm not against it. I'm I'm trying to, because it's not just the legal aspect of it here. If the Republicans, if the conservatives actually want to be able to save the country, if you go forward with impeachment and you it does not get through the Senate, how do voters react to that? And that's the unknown here. Well, right now you have the FBI and the DOJ as a weapon arm under the Democratic committee. Mm-hmm. So the voters got no say-so on that anyway. They're doing whatever they want to do, no matter what the Constitution says. So I, I think you got to push the impeachment right on through the line. And the Senate, those people are going to have to make a decision. Mm-hmm. The Democrats and Republicans, the rhinos, are still going to have to go on record and have to take the chance about getting replaced yeah, or not. But you need to call them out. You do, And here's the other thing, Chris. Here, here's the other thing that nobody's really talking about, although there's been a couple reports on it, and this will probably make you mad. It makes me mad, too. There are moderate Republicans who are on the fence about it in the House. So it, it could end up being something where the House can't even get the articles of impeachment passed. They have a slim majority, and you have a lot of moderate Republicans in swing state districts that don't want to touch this. And you know what I would be doing there? What's that? Just like the Democrats do. I would be loading that district up with somebody to run against them. Because mm-hmm. that's what the Democrats do. They put somebody else in there who will vote Republican or vote Democrat. Well, Trump's already vowed that. Ones. Trump has already vowed if, if any Republican doesn't get on board with impeachment, he will find somebody to primary him, too. Oh, I, I agree with him 100%. Because if you're going to be a rhino, you're obviously not a Republican. Once you just switch over and call it a spade to spade <laughs> and be the Democrat. Yeah. Don't try to deceive the voting public that, oh, I'm a Republican. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because deception is bad. Just go ahead and call it what it is. You're a Democrat. Yeah. All right, Chris, thank you very much for the call. I appreciate Thanks, it. Sir. All right. Okay. 232-1542. If you want to be part of the conversation, let's have another quick call before we go to the break. Hi, welcome to the Joe Cunningham Show. Who's on the line? Chris. Two Chris's in a row. What's up, Chris? Yeah, I kind of agree with the first um Call, uh, but you, you're kind of doing exactly what you said with the, the tug of war rope. Yeah, you, you, you don't want to impeach them because you know they did it real quick. Well, you know what? This is the deal. They did it, and and I believe they just did it for political reasons. This time, McCarthy is taking it methodically, and there's evidence everywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, at some point, you guys say you just got to have a pair and go for it. You know, people are tired of this wishy-washy shit like you're talking about. Oh. They want. For- Sorry. Sorry, caller. You cannot say those words on the air. Sorry about that. Had to dump you. All right. Uh, 232-1542 if you want to be part of the conversation. We got a couple callers on the line. I've got y'all on hold. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a moment here on the Joe Cunningham Show. News Talk 96.5 KPL. If you're looking for more great conservative content throughout the day, why don't you head on over to my site, redstate.com. I'm a senior editor over there, and I work with a lot of great conservatives putting out a lot of great news and opinion each and every day. 
Plus, if you use my name, Joe, as the promo code, you can subscribe with a discount to our VIP section where you'll get a ton more great content that you won't find anywhere else. Check out redstate.com today. Welcome back to the Joe Cunningham Show here on News Talk 96.5 KPL 232-1542 is the number if you want to be part of the conversation. Got a couple of comments on the app. Um... We have one uh, commenter here in Lafayette says, Mitch is just as guilty. Mitch has done a lot to set the conservative movement back. That is absolutely a given. Um, And another uh, who said, you know, people pointed out that uh, Joe Biden wouldn't last the first four years. And at times, I, I really do wonder if that still won't hold true. But time will tell on that one. Let's go back to the following lines. We've got Paul from Shreveport calling in. Paul, it's good to hear you in the afternoons and not just during Moon Show. Well, I, I listen a lot of days. It's, it's hard to listen to it all day, but I, I yeah. do have a life, not much, but uh, anyhow. Ah, uh, well. First question I got for you. Did, yeah. Did, uh, did the uh, Justice Department under James Comey and the uh, at the FBI and the uh, prosecutors and the people that ran the Justice did they run a coup on Donald Trump using a fake Russian dossier that they knew ahead of time was fake and, uh, and got FISA warrants, lied to a federal court? about uh, their investigation. Did they did they do that to Donald Trump? The word coup I might quibble with, but yes, there was a very concerted effort to undermine Donald Trump from the beginning, so even from so before he was the president. Yeah. A, if they, so if the FBI and the Justice Department use a bought and paid for document by Hillary Clinton and the DNC, did, did, did 50-something former CIA directors and top military uh, I don't know what you call spook analysts. Did they did they tell American people that the uh, Hunter Biden uh, computer was not was Russian disinformation? Signed a document. No, yeah. and and they knowingly knew that the that the Hunter Biden. They already knew that the Hunter Biden computer was real and was not fake. And, and then when they said when they signed that those documents, all those people are the got the top level security clearance of all. They don't ever lose it. Yeah. Unless it's revoked and it wasn't revoked. So they would have all known the same thing the FBI knew when they used it four years earlier, right? That mm-hmm. it was all a fake deal paid for by Hillary because the FBI and all the Mueller report, the Durham report laid all that out, right? Yeah, absolutely. By the way, you got under a minute. So let's get to the point okay, real quick. And I'll leave you with this. We got an idiot United States senator here in Louisiana that thought that the impeachment process used on Donald Trump was legitimate and voted to impeach Donald Trump. Is mm-hmm. that correct? Yep. Okay, yeah. So when I'm looking at all this and I'm laying out, and, and by the way, does Mitch McConnell's wife's family have major holdings and dealings in China in contracts with Chinese to build major uh, transport uh, ships, ships for the Chinese government, exclusive contract to build, uh, mm-hmm. build stuff for China? Is that yeah. true? I believe so, yeah. Yep. Boy, boy, boy. <laughs> there's yeah there's all that there's there's a lot like i've said before there is a ton of smoke in the room there's clearly a fire somewhere and i want the republicans to continue using their investigative powers to get i, I want them to do 10 times as many investigations into biden as the democrats put into donald trump that's what i want well, and they're going to indict Trump again for the for the fourth event. Yeah, over over Georgia. Did Georgia unconstitutionally change the voting laws in that state without the approval of the legislator? And did it 
uh, arbitrarily and did not follow the legal process to, to set up I, uh, drop boxes and stuff? I don't know. Paul, I got to go. We're back up against the break. Thank you. Hey, this is Joe Cunningham, and you're listening to the podcast version of my daily radio show. Now, if you want to listen live, all you need to do is download the KPL News app to your phone. You can listen live every weekday from 3 to 4 p.m. and communicate with the show using the app's chat feature. So go over to your app store, download the KPL News app, and listen to my show every day from 3 to 4 p.m. Central Time on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Welcome back to the Joe Cunningham Show here on News Talk 96.5 KPL 232-1542 is the number if you want to be part of the conversation. So, yeah, things got a little heated. I love it when y'all call it, even if y'all disagree with me. Um, and the thing is, I don't disagree with y'all's points about impeaching Joe Biden. There's clearly a lot there. Uh, Representative James Comer dropped a bit more this morning, uh, which is, I think, just as important to take note of as well. Uh, Bank records show the Biden family received millions from Eastern European oligarchs while Joe Biden was the vice president. He very clearly lied. There is something shady going on there. And I'm not saying it's not impeachable. If you pull the trigger on impeachment right now, the investigations basically end. And when impeachment fails, it will fail in the Senate if it makes it out of the House, because again, there are some wobbly Republicans in the House. When, it, when impeachment fails in Congress, you, if you start the investigations up again, it just looks like sour grapes. And again, I'm talking from the perspective, not, not of conservatives, but of voters who are out there, who only get their news from like ABC, NBC, CBS, the 24-hour networks. They don't get the whole story because the media is totally bought and paid for by the Democrats at this point. I would much rather Republicans spend the next 14 months investigating everything. Subcommittee, special committee, special committee after special committee, just nonstop investigating because the FBI is not going to do it. The department of justice is not going to do it. None of the federal law enforcement is going to do it. The Republicans have 14 months to make the case. And then, as I said a while back and the Democrats set the precedent for this, remember it's the Democrats who made all this possible because the moment the 2024 election is over, and if Republicans manage to win that one, Joe Biden better have a great team of lawyers. Hunter Biden better have a house in a country that doesn't have an extradition treaty with the U.S. Because the next Republican administration has no reason to not go after Joe Biden. There is way more out there on Joe Biden and corruption than there is 
on Donald Trump and corruption. The strongest case that the feds have against Donald Trump right now is the Mar-a-Lago case, and there's still some problems with that too. But the Democrats set the precedent that you can impeach a president even after he's out of office. The Democrats set the precedent that you can go after a political opponent using the criminal, just, the criminal justice system, the Department of Justice. They set all of these precedents. You have 14 months. You have 14 months to absolutely flood the zone and make Joe Biden as radioactive as possible. The Democrats are already on the defense here because they know their candidate is weak. The Democrats are also worried because of something else that's happening right now. And actually, part of it is visible here in Louisiana. Let me find this story because this, this is pretty, pretty bad for the Democrats. Democrats are pulling their hair out because of a new statistic in Louisiana. In Louisiana, Democrats have lost a number of black voters and Republicans have gained a number of black voters. Now, it's not a whole lot in the grand scheme of things. It's a shift of about 2,000 voters or so from Republican to Democrat. But it's still significant. It's still significant to see that Democrats are in an absolute panic because they're losing black voters. There's a reason Kamala Harris went to Florida the other day and started attacking the curriculum, started attacking the standards in Florida education. It's because the Democrats have to try to scare black voters into staying with them because more and more black voters, particularly younger male black voters, are siding with the Republicans because they do remember that during the Trump years, with the exception of COVID, things were better. Economically, things were better. The Biden team has been trying to push the Bidenomics thing, and it's not working. Democrats are still freaking out about that. They want to make it to where this whole idea that everything's better and you rubes out there who aren't feeling better about the economy, you're the ones who are wrong. It's making the Democrats mad that you don't believe everything is better. The Bidenomics selling point isn't working. And you have black voters who are now shifting from one party to another. 
it's pretty telling that the Democrats keep having to go back to this well because none of the others are working. None of the, none of the other wells are actually drawing. There's a reason Barack Obama's being brought in to have these highly publicized sit-down lunches with Joe Biden and, and what they talk about as being released as part of a campaign tactic that Barack Obama's here and he's taking this seriously. They brought Barack Obama out to attack Tim Scott because Tim Scott dared to believe that things are not as bad in America and more importantly, things can absolutely get better in America. The Democrats stand to lose a lot. The demographic shifts are pretty telling. They're not major, but they're noticeable. And that has them extremely worried. And when you have all of this worry about Joe Biden and whether or not he's too old and the fact that his administration has gone too far left, especially on the environmental stuff and especially on the woke stuff. And when you have all these investigations and all this information that's coming out about Hunter Biden's meetings and Joe Biden's sit down lunches with some Russian oligarchs and all of this stuff out there. And you just keep flooding the zone with this and that and this and that. You keep harping on the immigration thing and you investigate why the Department of Homeland Security has done nothing. You keep investigating all of Hunter Biden's connection with Burisma and other world powers and everything tied there. You keep investigating that for the next 14 months. You make him as radioactive as possible. All you need to do is convince voters Joe Biden ain't it. And the Republicans walk away with a win. And then fire everybody at the Department of Justice. Start hiring people that actually believe in the rule of law, that aren't part of a stale bureaucracy that leans to the left. Start finding people that actually want to do the job of criminal justice at the federal level and you hand them everything you as a House committee have investigated and pulled forth, and you give it to a restructured Department of Justice, a Department of Justice that will actually investigate and follow the law. And it doesn't matter that Joe Biden was or wasn't impeached. You go after Hunter Biden. You go after Joe Biden. You go after the family. You find all of them. You find out everything you can, and you say, this is what the Democrats put forward. The Democrats said all of these things about Donald Trump. And here was Joe Biden, their very own Donald Trump, doing it the exact same time. Doing it more. Joe Biden's been in government for decades. Donald Trump was in government for four years. Biden and his family had decades to make connections and exert power. And apparently they did. I'm not saying that Joe Biden shouldn't be impeached. But I think that there are definitely more effective ways to go about 
getting rid of Joe Biden and letting him actually face justice. I think impeachment cuts your own investigations off of the knees. If Republicans do it, I'll support it, absolutely. Because there is a lot there, and I think there's more that's said to come out that will show that Joe Biden had a greater hand in his son's business dealings than even the information we have lets on. Now, speaking of all this, shifting slightly, I want to... I want to go over the new Hunter Biden stuff because it is news today that a lot of people aren't talking about. In fact, Politico put something out about it right uh, this morning. GOP House Oversight Chair James Comer rolled out a new memo identifying over 20 million in payments from entities or individuals in Russia, Ukraine and Kazakhstan to Biden family members. But the memo doesn't show a direct payment to Joe Biden. That's the spin now. They've subtly been changing the language as to what kind of connection Joe Biden had to all this. He wasn't a part of it in any way. Now it's he wasn't directly involved in his business dealings. It went from he knew nothing about it to he wasn't directly involved. That's a red flag. But the the Hunter Biden stuff. Comer put out the information that alleges Hunter Biden and his business partners were paid upwards of $20 million from shady overseas business ventures. The bank statements in Comer's memo, which is about 19 pages long, assert that the payments primarily came from Russian oligarchs, a Ukrainian energy company, and Romania, China, other uh, governmental partners. Hunter Biden was paid $600,000 a year with no experience, with no real intelligence. He was a coke addict whose last name was Biden. That should raise all of the red flags. But we have a media that's disinterested in that. But if you keep flooding the zone, they have to cover it. Because at some point, it gets too big for them not to. We're going to take our final break. We'll be back here in a moment on the Joe Cunningham Show. News Talk 96.5 KPL. You know, in case you miss any show, you can always go back and listen. They aren't lost forever once you listen to them. But I do have a request. If you guys listen to the Joe Cunningham Show and you like what you're listening to, Go to your podcast app, wherever you're listening to this from, and give the podcast a rating and a review. That helps get the podcast out in front of more eyes so that we can help the show grow. Thanks again for listening to The Joe Cunningham Show right here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Welcome back to The Joe Cunningham Show here on News Talk 96.5 KPL 232-1542. If you want to be part of the conversation or send a message through the KPL app chat. So the other day I finished watching a TV series that I'd been excited about. Uh, the series is called Twisted Metal. It's based on 
a video game series for the PlayStation uh, of the same name. It's it's been a long running series. Uh, Twisted Metal is essentially just a uh, a game where you drive a car around and you are trying to crash into and blow up other people. Well, they turned it into a series, and it was on the Peacock Network. I was very worried. Uh, any adaptation in the modern era is going to have changes that are likely going to try to make it seem super woke. And this one didn't. I was very surprised and pleased with how the, the series turned out. It has Anthony Mackie as uh, as the lead character, uh, has a lot of pretty good acting in it. It just, uh, it surprised me how, how much I actually enjoyed it. And I love the Twisted Metal games. And I wasn't sure how I'd feel about the show, but I wanted to watch it. And I did. I, I kind of recommend it. It's, it's, it's funny. And it favors the humorous. Uh, very twisted, as is the name. But it, it's, it's a pretty good show. I, I kind of recommend, you know, checking it out. Give it, give it a couple episodes. The first episode's kind of the, the expository aspect of the first couple episodes of any series does kind of get in the way, but it, it really does. Uh, it, it really is a pretty good show. I, I do recommend it there. Now that school started, um, I don't have the time to, uh, I, I won't have the time to just like binge watch a whole lot. Because now I've got to wake up early, take the kids to, to school, come back, do my red say stuff, and come up here, do all my stuff during the day. Don't have the time to stay up and binge like I did during the week, but I will have the weekends. There's a show that's on History Channel, and I we watch it. My wife and I watch it on Hulu. Love it. It's called The Foods That Built America. The introductory series was really good. It started building up seasons with shorter episodes that are really good. That's been the latest one. They have a whole bunch. There's one, The Toys That Built America, that I really want to watch next. And I think I'm going to have to because that one looks really fascinating. I, I love history, especially from those unique uh, aspects. But it's it's really interesting to watch them, especially during these historic, uh, these major historic moments and how, like, the development of Heinz Ketchup uh, paved the way for the assembly line uh, as we know it kind of thing. It's just very interesting. Anyway, that's it for me. You guys have a great day. I'll be back in 23 hours here on the Joe Cunningham Show. In the meantime, follow me on Twitter at Joe P. Cunningham, Facebook.com slash Joe Cunningham Show, email Joe at RedState.com. The podcast version of the show will be up in just a few minutes. You can find that over at JoeCunninghamShow.substack.com. You can also sign up for my daily newsletter there. You can also find the podcast wherever you normally get your podcast. Just please be sure to leave a rating and a review. That really helps out the show a lot. You guys have a great one. Talk to you again soon. Shannon is back live in the studio, and he is very offsides. And next, here on News Talk 96.5 KPL.